0: everyone to bridging wisdom from the blood of shamans to the wisdom of the history channel someone is here who's been taught the old ways kathy cook bridging wisdom
1: everyone this is kathy cook bridging wisdom tonight i have with me michael goger hey michael
0: hi tassie
1: and we have a guest star with us tonight john DeBoer, spirit of thunder hey john hey i'm gonna read a little bit of your bio john so everybody knows who you are and who who's coming on a little bit and then i'm gonna give it give the mic over to you to talk a little bit, okay.
2: How about it?
1: Okay, our guest, our guest host tonight is John DeBoer, Spirit of Thunder. He's a professional musician for more than thirty years. He's a multi-talented composer, entertainer. John's been performing on stage and national television since the age of four. Four years old. John is a Native American flute music. Has been played millions of times on the internet and has performed with more than 30 major label groups. With Chubby Checker, The Crystals, Martha Reeves, The Valentinas, Mitch Ryder, Detroit Wheels, Henry Lee Summers, Johnny Paycheck, Louis Christie, Billy Joel Royal, John Anderson, Merle Haggard, and many more. John's original flute songs are compared to composed and inspired with playing in natural surroundings of waterfalls or rivers, and I can vouch for that. He has amazing flute music with with amphitheaters and caves and everywhere.
0: Yes, he does.
1: the American flute singing and echoes in the valleys, while the birds whisper melodies in the wind, and the magic flute plays. This includes the nature-inspiring backgrounds of the latest release, Shadowland. The flute songs is a part of a trilogy of the three of the CDs and of a book, The Storyteller's Flute. I've got that book. It sits on my coffee table. A naturalist for the. For the park system, John holds a degree in the fine arts and is a certified music teacher. John is a wonderful storyteller and teaches thousands of children every year the nature of using the storyteller's flute, a collection of the world's finest Native American flutes, mostly gifts to him from the makers. He believes that music theory and sheet music are mere guides to a roadmap to assist a person in finding the music that resides inside of each of our souls music is not just something he does music is everything that he is and I will vouch for that John DeBoer everyone
3: yeah well yeah, that was all a nice words. <laughs> mm-hmm hi i, uh,
0: I do I didn't want it to stop buddy
3: Yeah, she's, she was uh she is really uh gone to it uh, yeah i i i love music and music has been a part of me and and all my life uh, i i started studying music prenatal my hey, mother was hey. a piano teacher and and she oh. said that around the sixth month of her pregnancy, I started kicking with the drummer in the band. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's great.
3: That's great. That's a great
1: story, John.
0: He just That's answered true. my question. Mm-hmm. When when did you feel like you would be in music?
1: You're right. Her grandson's I the same way.
3: Yep, yeah, he's the same way. He started he started prenatal too. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you know, I, I always say that, you know, I I didn't have a choice. It was, you know, I mean, I, that's all I've ever known. You know, I didn't know any better as the statement would <laughs> go. Yeah.
0: What came first, John? The, the <laughs> spiritual or the <laughs> doo entertainment? Even though they're somewhat the same, kind of. Yeah. Again, but,
3: I'd have to say I'd have to say that they both pretty much came at the same time. Uh, you right. know, I think all musical, all music is spiritual to me.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, I agree.
3: Uh, and uh, and I was raised uh, again uh, doing music. You know, at the age of four, I was on stage, and I I can remember driving around in the car with my with my mother at the age of three singing harmonies with her. And she was explaining harmonies with me. So, you know, it, um, music is, uh, one of those wonderful things that, uh, that's all there for, is. Yeah. This whole world needs more of, and, uh, and a lot less, uh, a lot less of a lot
0: of other things but uh, i always i always said our souls was a musical no Mm -hmm. and we were all playing a song
3: well that's true and everybody everybody has a favorite song i was playing at uh on valentine's day i was playing this huge party it was like 500 people had a wonderful pa set up and everything and i was I was talking to the audience and I, I asked them, uh, how many people out here have uh, a favorite song? And everybody in the whole party raised their hand. And that, it, and to me, you know, that was saying that uh, everybody, everybody has a, a, a vibration. The, the Lakota, uh, they call it a blushia. And they, uh, it's with finding your own song, finding your own, finding yourself. And, uh, and I think we all have that. I, uh, I, I read that. Joe. Is your wife Lakota? My wife is a Cherokee, uh, Cherokee, Cherokee, descent, descent. Cherokee descent. And, uh, and she, uh, and she's well read and she's, she understands and, is very spiritual and, uh, and, uh, and she, uh, she's one of those people who, and my daughter too, who reads prolifically, you know, like, I mean, she probably reads a book a week, uh, and, uh, my daughter's even worse. <laughs> wow. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, uh, but they're, uh, she's very she's very uh, she has um, a way uh, she's very intuitive and and uh, very very special uh, she has a, a way with words and uh, and a, a wonderful a spiritual uh, person
0: Do they help you write to music Sean
3: sometimes uh my daughter sings and she plays piano she plays piano classical stuff like a wizard and uh, and and has since she was 14 and and my wife i, I just finished a, a cd um called uh, uh, wind songs Lullaby, and it's a personal cd although it was released uh, it was it was about my family and it was about my grandson, who is Zane Winsong, and uh, and uh, and it has songs that uh, my wife actually wrote the words to and sang to him when he was um, six months old, three months old, and sang to these songs to him from when he was that age until he was, uh, four or five, something like that, when we made this album. And, wow. um, and so, and those songs are on the album. And, uh, and that's the first album that I actually put words on, uh, with a native American flute, but, uh, but they were there. And my daughter sang them. So it was like a family uh, project. My, uh, my uh my son in law actually uh draws and 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 is a great artist in a lot of ways and he uh and he did the cover for it um so it was like a family project uh we had other players that that came in and did work with us but but uh but it was something that'll always be close to me because uh, because uh it was a. Uh, uh, family uh, uh, thing, and to answer the question, yes, my my wife helps me uh, in many ways, not just in. Yeah. Um, I mean, she doesn't write much music, but but she does. <laughs> she no, it's, she doesn't, but she does. Inspiration. She does, yeah, it's you know uh, she does help me with words sometimes, or or she like I said she wrote. The actual words to both of those songs, and uh-huh. uh, so she's very uh, uh, again she's very astute. She's well read, and um, and really good at uh, English and all the proper things, as well as uh, a, a uh-huh. lot of um, a lot of different languages as well. But anyway, uh-huh. um, yeah, that's. Um, that's, uh,
0: well, I know I love flute, Native American flute, and doo-wop, so <laughs> I'm in the right place tonight.
3: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I like. Uh, yeah, I I like doo-wop too. I, I mean, I like all forms of music. I have played. Yeah. Uh, you know no. I play. I play every instrument in the orchestra, and well, I I, I played with. Um, I've played with 35 major label groups. Wow. everything From Chubby Checker and Mitch Ryder and the Detroit Wills and Martha Rees and the Von, Vandellas and you know, all those people. Uh, uh, Dick Clark's Rock and Roll Tour. Uh, and uh, just a wonderful, you know, I grew up admiring all those people. And then later on in life, I got to play with them all. You know, it was just wow. Insane. Uh, yeah, it was like a dream for me. You know, I, I, you know, I couldn't. It was a huge thing. It was like ten thousand people in the audience and trying Auditorium, oh. and all, it, was, it was huge. And, wow. Uh, and uh, so, you know, that's, uh, uh, you know, so uh, yeah.
0: they can make and, a and movie it's out a of that. Wonderful
3: thing. I've had, led a, a very charmed life.
0: <laughs> yeah, they can make a movie out of that.
1: You want
3: to play will Eagles Cry"? Yeah, "Eagles Cry" is um, a song that's been hit uh, on YouTube uh, half a million times, and it's been played probably on the internet millions of times because I've had it on other sites. But but it was a very popular tune. They used it for the 911 uh, eagle, uh, the uh, thing that they did, and and it and it's a wonderful song. Uh, and PBS did a special uh, at Sunwatch Village, uh, which is a Native American Indian village uh, re- that was restored. And, um, and, uh, and PBS did a live shot of me, and they used all of my music through the special. But the opening thing they did live uh, at, the, um, at the site and, uh, and that was the song that they used um, uh, in the opening. And uh, so it, if it
1: people
3: want it, to see it, it they go town. to Eagles Cry. Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's one of those things that has, uh, there's, a, there's a great story behind it. I was uh, out west, going out west, and uh, I've been driving a long time. And, my, and I was tired, and I said, we need a rest. And I seen a, a a little park that said Lake Dardanello five miles ahead. So I so I thought, oh, that'd be a great place to stop. So we stopped and we I started walking around the lake and 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 I about halfway around the lake I saw I saw this little pond and then the lake was over to the left and then a great big shade tree with a bench under it and I thought, well, that'd be a great place for my wife to sit. So. She sat down and I started to play. And as I played, I could hear the squirrels and in the in the, shh, in the in the leaves. And then I could hear the birds in the trees. And as I played, I thought I heard eagles off in the distance. So when I got done, I, I asked my wife, I said, did you hear eagles off in the distance? And she said, no, nah, those were pros. And I said, oh, okay. So I started playing again. And as I played this time, they started coming closer and closer, and it came louder and louder and closer and closer and louder and louder. And pretty soon, there they were, right above my head, treetop level, two gold needles. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh. uh, heads oh, as big as my hand, uh, wider, their wingspan is wider than my arm length huge. Oh my They're God. Huge. Wow. And, uh, and down, they, down they came, and as they came towards me, I could see the shadows on the ground looked like Bomber B-52s coming in. And uh, and I kept playing, but they went right over my head, steely-eyed looking at me the whole time. And, then, and up, banked up over the pond, and then back down, again, still with their eye on this strange, ugly bird on the ground. And, uh, and then out over the lake, they went and disappeared into little slits in the sky. And I was going to go over to see my wife and, and I turned and as I turned, I bumped into her because she was standing right was behind me. And I said, eagles, not crows. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> wow. and the song that I was playing was, was eagles cry and, uh, and uh, so when I went out west at David Knight Eagle's house, I told him the story, and and he uh, and he said, "Oh yeah, that's what we call calling down the eagles." He said the legend is if their heart is in the right place, that the eagles will come to. And I thought, how sweet, you know, what a great legend. And uh, and that one, that was one of the songs that really took off and had its. Uh, at its own little world that it lived in, and still does. Um, I was I was playing at hospice for uh, for a, a ceremony that they have where they put um, flowers in the river and float them down for loved ones that they that they love. And um, and when I started this year, an eagle came down the river at about. Eight feet off the ground, and and just went ro- totally, uh, w- within like five feet of where I was standing, playing. and totally, totally, uh, it made me weaken in, in my knees. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. but, and uh, and uh, I'll tell you what, if my heart wasn't in the right place right there, it was never in the right place. And oh. uh, so, so maybe the legend's true. Anyway, that let, let's. If if we got it up, let's hear it.
0: good god that
3: was pretty hot <laughs> okay hey
0: that, was, uh, that should be in a museum somewhere
3: yeah well, it's a wonderful song
0: uh, oh oh my god
3: your <laughs> nice huh. do, you, do you know what song we have up second
0: Damn, I'm speechless. <laughs> I... <laughs> John, okay. you, they got to make a room, and, um, a museum. Every museum's got to have a room he's with your music in it. He's playing
1: as a barrel of fire.
0: Uh, Some place where you, everybody can go. <laughs> every town
1: you should see the video
0: Barrel
1: of pop fire in that in that suit that he's wearing
0: wow that was deep buddy
3: the, the well, that, yeah, uh, you know actually I have actually heard my music in museums uh they uh there's um a uh, place called the Idol George um, in Indianapolis, and, it, and it's, a, it's a Western and Native American Indian museum, and it has all these paintings, you know, of the West and cowboys and, cool. and uh, Native Americans and uh, just all kinds of stuff, and wonderful beadwork and all kinds of stuff. And, uh, and, I, and they, uh, I've played there a number of times, And, uh, they asked me to come and play, uh, some special stuff too. But, uh, but, uh, when I walk in there, I, a lot of times I'll hear my music playing in, in this huge museum as a great echo and everything and some wonderful stuff, you know, music, music has unspeakable power. Uh, music gives a soul to the universe. Wings to the mind, flight no. to the imagination, and life to everything. Music,
0: Absolutely. There's
3: mystical resonance that makes people cry and laugh and feel their hair stand up on them For the heights and depth no words can reach, music is the soul's own speech. Music no. expressed that which cannot be said when it is impossible to be silent. Play from the heart and let your mind lightly dance upon the edge of time like dew on the tip of a leaf. There you go.
0: Some poetry. That's <laughs> amazing. Amazing. It, yeah. it was beyond music. It was... A frequency that vibration and frequency—it was, it was, it was—it was intoxicating. <laughs> I see. Do we have another evils. song?
3: Let's roll another song. Let's see what we got. Tell
1: Doug which one you want.
3: Anything he wants. Everything he said was a good song.
0: <laughs> I know the 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 one Tassie and I listened to for a long time.
1: Blooms in the
3: moonlight.
0: Good Lord, how that we meditated to that. You have no idea.
3: Yeah, that was early on. Blooms in the moonlight was real. That was uh, uh, that was before uh, that was uh, the, w- the first video that I made and my daughter actually did the video work on it. And, uh, she, she's real good. I mean, you know, when you see the video, it's, it's very professional looking. And, uh, mm-hmm. and this was, uh, 20, 30 years ago. And, uh, and so a totally different world. And, uh, Uh, But anyway, yeah, that sounds great. Let's play that one. Uh, Loon in the Moonlight.
0: Isn't that, you feel the power in that.
1: Michael and I met on that song.
3: Ooh. It, it, it has a tone it all feels. There's a great story
0: behind
3: that.
0: It. Um, it is. I, you know, I went right into a meditation and I, I was a warrior. Is it anything connected to strength and power or overcoming anything?
3: It's, uh, well, actually, yeah, actually, it, it, it is. the story goes like this. Um, um, late one night, uh, I, a young brave was awakened by the sound of a haunting, beautiful voice.
4: Oh the enchanting
3: God. voice called, and the brave followed the sound to the banks of the lake. As the mist rose... Off the surface of the water, he sat by the lake and listened to the magical voice dreaming of the beautiful lady singing the mesmerizing song. He searched for her in the moonlight until the red sky of the morning sun dried the dew on the grass and the melodies faded away. Every night, he awoke to the her voice and followed her to the lake and searched in vain for the lady in the mist. He felt deep in love with her soulful voice, and the mystical song touched his heart, and he became depressed that he could not ever find her. The one who moved himself He was so sad, he became very sick, and would not eat, could not sleep, and lost the will to live. Close to death, he lay by the lake, still hoping to see his lady, when out of the mist appeared the figure of (laughs) a magical song. Although there were no words to the song, it told him of the Lady of the Mist had given him a gift. So, he would always have her voice with him to bring joy to his heart and console him when he was sad. She had a special present him. When the figure approached him, she appeared to him as a majestic lune gliding across the water towards him. She took a reed from the lake and placed it into his hand, and it was transformed into a reed flute with the most powerful magical voice, then she disappeared with the mist. The grave played the flute and it sang out. He became strong. The voice of the flute always brought him joy from not only him, but to everyone who heard it. The flute not only consoled him, but he consoled others with the mystic voice. At twilight, in the early morning myths, you can hear the lady of the lake in the green as it echoes across the water, moons in the moonlight. It's a wonderful story.
0: Oh and my God, almighty.
3: Story.
0: You are repeating everything I've seen and
1: That's Michael's story.
0: And my my I was just meditating, and I I seen a brave on his on his horse, and he couldn't leave the water.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And he was obsessed with this water. He kept riding around it, riding around it, riding around it.
3: Yep.
0: That's and I story. felt powerful and strong and enchanted. That was a magical song, buddy. Magical.
3: A, yeah, I have a pro- it broken. There's, you that, know, there's, is, a, there's is a legend. That, is that Go the ahead. flute
1: that Raven gave you?
3: Uh, uh, that is, that is the flute that Raven gave me. Yes. Um,
4: yeah.
3: Yeah. That was, that was, uh, that was one of my. That was. That was one of my first flutes, okay? And I've only, you know, I, I've only received flutes. I've never bought a flute. I have over 40 flutes that are gifts from the makers themselves. And my first flute was bought to me by my wife. And my second flute was bought, to, was bought by my mother and for me. And those two flutes, uh, I my first Native American flute album and uh and then I started receiving flutes from from makers and in uh and other people and um that was the end of that and so I've never really bought a flute but uh but yes that was that was that was a loon flute and it was um and there's a legend a really cool legend and and uh I don't know if it's legend or or story or or true. Uh, actually, it, it, it's uh, certain tribes uh, think that if you can make your flute sound like a loon, then that's the best that that the flute can sound. And that story is based on a legend that you just heard. Was based on a legend about the loon flute, um, and and so you find a lot of um, a lot of uh, Flutes. Uh, I think it's Algonquin, and there's a couple tribes actually uh, that that make flutes that look like loons. They have you know, and I and that the flute that I'm playing on that song, <laughs> the flute that I'm playing on that song is actually a loon flute, and it's called Loons in the Moonlight, and it has loons in it. Anyway, it's kind of it's, it's it's a wonderful little rendition of, uh, of, you know, like I said, early on. First, I, that was my mm-hmm. first CD, and uh, I'm yeah. And not, and, yeah, that was uh, that goes. Uh, that, I mean, that was my first uh, video that I made, and uh, oh. and what wonderful stuff, real abstract. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. But anyway, uh, what else we got Ooh. up there?
1: That I was. To, I want to hear that uh, magical song Uh, I think it's the last one
0: is that your favorite instrument John the flute
3: it has been uh, my favorite uh, instrument for a long long time Um, but you know I like all instruments and I I really don't I mean I play piano too and you know, I uh and my mother was a piano teacher, so I grew up playing piano. People say, Well, when did you start playing the piano? And I said, I don't exactly remember but I do remember <laughs> I do remember crawling around on the floor and looking at the piano and looking at people play the piano and thinking, Hey, that looks like nope. a lot of fun. I, I wanna do that and then nope. and then pretty soon I crawled up the leg of the piano and reached over and hit the piano. And it went, Wah! and I
0: thought, wow. Wow. I <laughs> love
3: know? it. I love it. Yeah. Anyway, so it's like, so, so I started real, real, real young. And um, like I said, I play every instrument in New orchestra. So the flute has been one of my favorites. And the piano, that has been one of my favorites. People don't, a lot of people don't even know I play the flute. A lot of people don't even know I play the piano. They've just heard me play piano, yeah. and then all I, of a sudden I pick up the flute and play the flute, and they're like, oh, "My God, mm-hmm. you play the flute? And you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of people have heard, heard only my albums of me playing Native American flute. So I, when they hear I'm me one play keyboards or, or piano, they're like, you know, and <laughs> yeah. I had no idea I, that I could do that. I didn't and, know that. Because it's one of those things that, you know, if you're around me, of course, you know. And if you've seen me play enough, then you see everything. But there's a lot of gigs where I play just piano. And there's a lot of gigs where I play just flute. I play a lot of uh, um, single stuff with my flute. When I go out, and as a matter of fact, that's one of uh, probably almost standard for me. Now, I do play flute with... um, I have my own group that I call Mystic Flutes and Tribal Drums. That is a combination of every instrument that you could possibly think of, but uh, but and they're very very strange. But I I love them and they're they're a great group. Um, but um, um, what um, what song was it that you guys had up? Do you know? It
1: was the last one,
4: <clears throat>
1: the last one that you had on the. CD.
0: Wow, what a treat.
3: Okay, thank you very much. Uh, it was wonderful <sighs> spending an hour with you, and I hope you can do it again. I love you all. Goodbye.
1: I do it. We're going to do it not this Tuesday, but the following Tuesday, John.
0: What a treat. Thank you.
1: Yeah, he was good. He, he's awesome.
0: I don't mean he'll to be, sound so... He'll,
1: w- he'll be here not this Tuesday, but the next
0: yeah, like I was meditating, and he wasn't there. You were whispering. Doug was saying something. He was saying something. All three. Days. Well, I wanted to say thank you, buddy. It was uh, more than a treat. That was nice. I uh, had a lot of fun, and uh, it was wonderful to
2: spend an hour with you and telling stories, and maybe we.
1: We're gonna do it again, not this Tuesday, but the following Tuesday. Yeah. So mark, uh-huh. so mark that down.
2: Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll put it in the, will uh, put it in the book.
1: And whatever uh-huh. you, and whatever you want to play.
2: Yeah. You just, uh-huh. send,
1: you just send it to Doug the day before or the day of. Yeah. And,
0: and some stories about Merle Haggard.
1: Michael said some stories about Merle Haggard.
0: <laughs> Me and him would have made a good team. <laughs> Actually, the time the time I played with Merle Haggard,
4: he was funny. Uh, look, this, this is the honest admission. Uh, I
2: I, uh, I I warned my band was warming up for Merle Haggard, and it was at the Southern Ohio Jam. Okay. And, um, uh, and, uh, I came on a uh, beautiful day. Uh, uh, the audience was, the place was packed. Okay. And uh, we had a giant paycheck and a bunch of people coming up. Right. And, uh, and so, uh, we started playing and we played like five songs. Stay tight.
0: It's my style though. Blow the roof off.
1: You blew the you blew the roof off stage, Michael said.
2: You know where that one thing where that you seen that all those people were killed by those great big scaffolding stuff falling down on them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, it was yeah it was um that was with um, that was a, with a group uh that my sister sings. Wow it's really good by the way. wow uh, she uh she started a country group and wanted me to play keyboards for. Her. So I said, Sure, I got no problem. And uh and so uh and that was a a group called the Midnight Ride. And um and that was a, quite, they were quite a group, okay? And she did, uh, this, uh, she was a lead singer and she had, she had a, you know, and we actually had at the time, we had two female vocalists. And, uh, and, and uh, the other female vocalist had an agency that got us to get, so, and we, and, and it sounded great. And people, you know, they were tearing up stuff, okay? We were
1: the only female group on the, on the uh, bill. Okay. We got to go, buddy. We got a yep. minute. Yep. Okay. Anyway, uh, I'll
2: Back. see you later.
1: Anyway, John. It was, it was fun, fun great, fun John. Yeah. As it's always great. We've known each other 12 years. You've been coming on BBS Radio with me.
2: hmm. I'm mm-hmm. interested in seeing. Yeah, I'll I'll,
1: I'll send it to you when it comes up. Doug Doug gets the archive up really quick, so I'll send it to you. I love you too.
0: Love you too. Blessings.
1: Blessings, buddy. Bye-bye.